I'm gonna keep my video off just because uh, I'm getting a blowjob or something. I don't know. Noise. Noise. I'm not though. Nope. Oh. Podcast episode 124 with your hosts Tyler Dryblatt, Sam Ginsberg, and Mike Boris. Here is Tyler Dryblatt. Thank you, Sam. All right, this week we have Stone Brewing expanding overseas. SAB Miller recalling a whole bunch of beer. Uh, more beer mile stuff. Sorry, three stacks. And it's Hanukkah. Hooray. Hooray. Happy Hanukkah, everybody. Happy Hanukkah, dog. Oh, happy Hanukkah, Jeez. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Boris. Well, Sam, I think you have a, a Hanukkah-appropriate beer, so... Uh, yeah, it's celebrating one of the world's most famous Jews. This beer is called Jesus Toast, Black <laughs> Rye IPA, uh, by Hailstorm Brewing. So it's, a uh, it's a black IPA, which is also a rye IPA. 90 IBUs, so that should be bitter. 8.7% ABV, and it's a bomber, but I told three stacks I'd share it with her. So, uh, we'll see. Uh, maybe. <laughs> Alright. Um, what do I have? I have Founders All Day IPA. There's no uh, way you haven't had that before. I have never had it before. What? That's quite a surprise. Well, I was just about to say, I don't like session beers, you know? Uh, I don't really see a reason for them, so I haven't drank almost any of them. But it's very hard to get new beer where I am, so I've had to give up, and I figured Founders has a good reputation. So, Founders All Day IPA. It is 4.7% ABV. It... Looks just like it should. It's poured with a, a pretty thick head. It's got a good straw color. A whole lot of fruity uh, citrus smells. And let's see what it tastes like. Well, it is delightful. So, um, wow, yeah, that's very tasty. Yeah, All Day might be my favorite session beer. Yeah, uh, it has those really good citrus, fruity flavors um, right there at the front. I think it has a, a good level of carbonation. It makes it kind of crisp and refreshing. Um, there's some bitterness, but it's not overwhelming, which is nice for somebody like me. I just wish this was more than 4.7% alcohol. But this way you can drink it all day. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, I see it, but, you know, I just, I wish. Uh, but it is, oh boy, it is very tasty. So, um, yeah, Boris, what do you have? Uh, I am bringing to the table Harpoon's Zernabog. Uh, it's a Russian Imperial Stout. Um, I got it. I'm wondering if either of you uh, are familiar with the title of this beer. C-E-R-N-O-B-O-G. Uh, the C-Z makes me feel like it's something like Czech. Uh, because CZ is in the 
Or, or it's more likely since it's Russian Imperial, it's like Czar. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, well, I got it because one of my favorite books ever is called American Gods, and Zernabog is, oh, yeah. is like a character in it. It's He's like an old Slavic god of darkness. Yeah, man, uh, that is a good book. Goddamn. Yeah, isn't it? Uh, it's like a pretty gnarly looking bottle, um, and I'm kind of a sucker for packaging, so... I grabbed it. It's a 10% bomber of Russian Imperial Stout, which doesn't hurt either. And coming up, uh, coming off the first sip, I get a lot of, it's definitely very dark, kind of a pitch black, as I would expect from a Russian Imperial Stout. Um, a little bit fruity, sort of sweet on top, uh, but you can definitely taste a little booze underneath. That's probably it for now. Does it taste like dead children frozen in a lake? <laughs> Uh, I wouldn't know what that tastes like, but if they taste kind of sweet and a little boozy, then yes. Right. That's a good answer. That could have been a trick question. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually working for the police now. Um, but Sam, I don't think, did you say what it tastes like? Uh, no, I did a bad pour, and there's too much foam, so I'm waiting still. Oh, okay. Well, I guess you just, you just break in and let us know when we can talk to you about that. Okie dokie. Alrighty. Um... So it is. It is Hanukkah. I guess it's the third night, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I have not opened. Uh, I've only opened one gift so far, though. Because time. You guys. You guys curious what I got? Yes. Sam, you don't really care. I'm gonna ask you what you got. Okay. All right. I got some sheets. Huh. Like I, nice sheets. Well, they are pretty nice. They're a very high thread count. See, I've considered making that investment, but I've never actually done it. Yeah, it feels like I'm sleeping at a fancy hotel. Ooh. Yeah, it's, it's too bad that I'm going to destroy them with my horrendous night sweats. And, like, <laughs> your weird jizz. Well, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Samuel, what have you gotten for Chinooka? Uh... So you guys might know that I'm a um, I'm a a known wearer of the Converse All Star shoe. Correct. And a couple months ago, they released a Mark II of their like fifty year old style of shoe. So I'm wearing an All Star II, which is essentially the same shoe except all the things that I don't like about it have been fixed. So like I really don't like how on when you wear Chucks, the tongue slips down. So it's like kind of just bunched in with the rest of your foot and you can see the top of your sock and it looks stupid. Yeah. Uh, the tongue stays in place and there's actual arch support now, which actually has been really hurting my bunion. But I think that's because it's fixing it, like wearing <laughs> like wearing corrective insoles kind of. Yeah. And they look dope as shit. It just makes me think of um, in iRobot when Will Smith puts on those chucks. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't see iRobot. I watched that movie once, like, ten years ago, and then got mad because it had nothing to do with the book, and I really Oh, yeah, it. absolutely nothing. It's very amusing how little it has to do with the book. There's, like, one scene that is maybe one part of one story of the book. Man, you guys sure read a lot. Yeah, look at us having a little book club over here. Oh, uh, right now I'm reading a science fiction story that's translated out of Chinese. It's very wacky. Like, super poorly translated, like the signs you read on the internet? No. No, it's not that bad, but it does come across as, like, very shouty, you know? 
Okay. Like kind of, kind of anime like, we will defeat our enemies. <laughs> that might be because you're racist and reading that to yourself in that voice. No, I get what you mean. Let's thank you, Boris. Thank you. I appreciate that. Maybe Boris is just racist too. Well, you we were all a little racist. How's your black Jesus be? Let's start our own club. We'll be a, a, a racist club. No, racist wait, FBI. Club. FBI, no. Get out of here. Yeah. But, uh, Samuel, are you planning to make vodkas at all? Uh, probably not. Three Stacks made a delicious pasta bake with ham in it, so that's how yeah, I've cool. been celebrating Hanukkah. We have leftovers that, uh, it was for a meal that should have only been one dinner, but it <laughs> but it may last us eight. You get it? Do you get? The, see, I was worried Boris might not follow that. Dude, I, of course. God damn it! That's like the main crux of Judaism, right there. I just well, I want to talk down to you. I want to I want to juice-plain things. <laughs> it's like mansplaining, except to a gentile. It just yeah. sounds dirtier, though. And you have to do it in a real Brooklyn accent. No, not that one. Oh, well, I like that. Uh, uh, you should put some cheese on that pasta bake. Sounds there's sounds cheese like in there. That's part of what makes it the bake. Oh, you got cheese in there? Cheese and Alfredo sauce. Oh, Alfredo sauce. Yum. Yum. Well, we should probably actually talk about beer. Sam, has your beer come down at all? Not enough. Not enough? Are you crazy? How bad was that pour? I think a lot of it is that this might be overcarbed. Uh, actually, no. fuck it. I still have some in this bottle. I'm I'm taking my first sip out of the bottle. Yeah. So, uh, you taste the black part of the black IPA at the front, and then it fades into the rye, which is kind of an odd transition, but, um, I, I really like the, the idea, I'd, I'd like to, to map the black to Jesus and the rye to the toast of the name Jesus Toast. Right, mm. Jesus is black. So it starts Jesus and ends toast, um. Right. But both faces are fine. I don't know that the first phase of the beer I would rate as, like, son of God good. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, it, maybe prophetically good. Okay. Would you rate the last half as sliced bread good? It's not as good as sliced bread. It's I wouldn't consider it in that echelon of the goodest since sliced bread. Uh-huh. So neither have really live up to the name, but it's decent. Well, no, I, I was saying that the, the Jesus part does. Because it's because it's not son of God. Get it? Oh right, right, got you. We're still Jewish, Tyler. Remember? I know that. I know this. Well, cool, great. Uh, do you think it is overcarbed? Do you get that in in the taste at all, or was it just you pouring? Uh, I just finally got my first sip out of the glass, and I'm pretty sure this one's on me. Okay. Did well, you just pour like from your upstairs balcony into a cup? Is that? Uh, no, I shook the bottle up first. Ah, uh, okay. Rookie mistake. Yeah. Rookie mistake. Let's get into our first article today from foxbusiness.com. Stone Brewing, first to independently brew its own beer in Europe. I think way back we did an article about uh, American breweries opening up shops across the pond, as it were. but apparently, Stone is the first person, or the first person, corporations are people now. The first company to uh, build and operate their own beer brewery in Europe. The rest have been collaborations with European companies. 
Stone is totally in control of this one. So I think that's kind of neat. And so will they be brewing the same beers, or are they going to be brewing beers that are going to be um, more more to the European taste? That's also something I was wondering, because this is, it's, it's in Germany uh, where they're opening this up, in Berlin, and the Germans aren't hopheads, at least from what I've experienced, you know. So this doesn't really say, it does say they're going to have some uber fresh beers, but that doesn't mean anything. No, it doesn't mean anything, exactly. So I'm, I'm not really sure. Well, it says they're bringing out for the launch Stone IPA, which is like their flagship. But oh, yeah, that's... Morris, are you about to embarrass me? Very hop... That's very hoppy relative to... And Arrogant Bastard, which is also very hoppy. Yeah. Relative to like anything I had when I was in Germany. And I, I guess I didn't like hit up every beer bar I could find, but from what I saw, the overwhelming... Majority of beers in oh. Germany are pilsners and hefeweizens oh. and lagers. It it could um, it could partially be that those are definitely their two flagship beers. And if yeah. people if if Germans have had Stone before and they go to this, they're gonna want to see those there. That's yeah, true. and I'm sure they thought about this like a little bit before they fucking moved to Germany. Like I don't think they were just like, hey, let's like throw a dart at a map and see where it lands and then build a brewery there. They probably researched that there was a market for, like, hoppy craft beer in Germany. No, I'm pretty sure that's exactly how they've been doing it. Because of the four breweries they've opened in the mid-Atlantic, like, in the ocean. <laughs> Interesting. Trying they're, to... they're just trying to get that micronation economy, you know? It's an untapped market in that the, there are no people in it. In that there are four people. I think it's interesting. I wish them good luck. But yeah, I, I echo Boris's questions about, uh, or whoever originally brought it, up, brought it up, about how this will fit with the, the European taste profile. But it could be cool if it goes well. So, Boris, you haven't been on in a while. Tell us hilarious stories about your life. Um, Alright. So, this weekend, I killed two birds with one stone. Uh-oh. If by birds you mean uh, rules of dating, and by stone you mean my penis. Uh-oh. They say don't put your dick in crazy, and they say don't put your dick in coworker. Oh, Boris. And I did both. Well, so you, you told us a little bit about hooking up with a coworker last time you were on. Is this the yeah. same coworker? Yeah, so that briefly turned into a thing. And then I kind of started getting crazy vibes. And then we all got really drunk on Friday and went out to a bar and she started like being super couple-y and I was like not about it. Because so you, you just said like, that you were both determined to not let anyone figure out, anyone at yeah. work. And I, there were work people there, I assume? Yes, this was like, it started at the office and then we all went out to a bar. And it was just one of those nights like where somehow everyone looked up and we were all like three times as drunk as we planned on being. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how that happened, because it was like 10 p.m., and we were all just, like, gone. Yeah, but she started doing a bunch of weird stuff. Uh, like, I bumped into, like, a female friend from college, and she started getting really mad at me for, like, talking to this girl. And just, like, some other stuff that I wasn't wasn't enjoying. And so I was like, let's let's go talk. Yeah. And so we stepped outside, and I was like, yeah, so I'm not, I'm not really feeling this. And she just, like, fucking lost it. Uh, she was like screaming at me in the street, like, oh, oh boy, 
oh, oh, it was, it was rough. And then, so I was like, all right, well, I'm going to go back inside. So I went back inside and then she immediately comes in and is just like standing in the circle of my coworkers, like sobbing oh. uh, and like talking to my boss. Oh. And I'm just like, I, right, I'm out of here. So I bounce and like completely forgot to close out my card or anything. So I text my boss and I'm like, I'm super sorry. Also, can you grab my card? Oh. And bye. <laughs> so if you recall last time you were on, I was talking about how how quickly things can move and yeah. how you're, you're on every third week these days. So we could have some pretty interesting developments with this situation. Yeah. Uh, Prophetic. Yeah. Well, I kind of feel like you guys are missing the like storytelling aspect. Like you didn't see sort of the rise and fall. Yeah, there's no arc. It's just you're just getting like the beginning and then the end. Yeah. It's like watching a movie trailer and then having someone summarize it afterwards. You know. So have you had to deal with any of these consequences yet, or are there any consequences? Uh, the consequences were a bunch of crazy girl texts. Uh huh. After the fact. Yes. Oh boy. Do we want a Do we want a reading? I don't know. I mean, don't be too mean, but at least give us some flavor. I mean, a lot of it. What was like starting to tip me off was she just said a lot of like, very like high school sitcom type things. Uh huh. And so, I did go back and talk to her. Like, we had a we had a sober conversation where I was just sort of like, can we be adults and talk about this? She was like, not really about that. <laughs> Um, what is a high school sitcom so she would just say things like like uh in the moment she was just sort of like i'm the best thing that ever happened to you like you can't do this to me and i was just like whoa there like 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 three weeks after you got together right right like i've i've broken up with girls that i've dated for like a year and it hasn't been this bad because we were like two adults having a conversation and i definitely in, in her slight defense, I should not have done this, like, while around coworkers. Like, I w- it wasn't, like, in front of coworkers, but it was, like, we were all out at the bar. Like, we were pretty drunk. Maybe you should have waited. Like, I probably should have waited for a better time, but I just sort of, like, panicked. <laughs> I'd say sorry for the drunk text, but I'm kind of not, considering you dumped me in the middle of a bar around all of our friends. <laughs> and, like... I don't know. Basically, I told her, like, I'm not into dating you and I don't want to date a coworker. And she kind of took it as, like, if she wasn't my coworker, this would have been fine. Uh. And so she was oh, like. Oh, man, when she quits her job, you're going to be in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. I, I quit it for you, Boris. Oh, my God. Oh my God. Like, I don't think it's going to happen, but, like, please don't bring up that possibility. <laughs> uh, where's another good one? You played puppet master with my feelings. Um, you should just know that you walked away from a really great girl just because you were scared. I think she always playing puppet master, manipulating people's feelings. Yeah, like I don't know. Did she? You kind of made it sound like from the start that it was very casual, and she seems to think that you guys were ready to move in together. Yeah, and it was definitely heading towards dating, which is why I was, like, doing this, and why I thought this would be more of a conversation, like, hey, let's stop hooking up and be friends. Okay, like, maybe I'm bummed, but okay. We went on, like, one date, I guess, like, we went out to dinner once, and then 
during which she got really mad at me because I basically told her to like stop complaining about all of her goddamn problems. Right. <laughs> which should have tipped her off that you're not her boyfriend. Right. <laughs> and then she would like come over and watch football and stuff. So maybe those are dates. I don't know. Like with everyone else there, like all my roommates and friends and whatever. Yikes. Yeah. Trust me, from three stacks, those don't count as dates. I've I've can tried I, I've tried that angle. It doesn't work that. out. What? Can you get three stacks to actually say that? Because I don't know if I trust you. She, she's walking the dog right now, but you can you can ask her when she gets back. Okay. So yeah, we went on like one date. Well. So are you back to the field? Uh, I guess yeah. Or or are you tending to your wounds? <laughs> Licking them in the corner? No, I don't know. Yeah, I guess. The field is like a weird term for me. You know? I don't know. Is, is, it, is it like misogynistic? I don't mean to be misogynistic. No, it just, it makes, it makes me, I feel like it makes me sound thirstier than I am. Oh, okay. It's my drift. Like, I'm not out there trying to catch fly balls. And I think I'm done with the online thing just based on how the past like five have gone. So yeah, I don't know. So you're like fishing in a lazy river. Yeah, I'm like fishing, but the kind of fishing that like you do with your dad where you just want to sit on a boat and drink beers and not really like try to catch anything. But like if you do catch something, you know, that's great too. I think we had different fishing experiences. When I went fishing with my dad, we were both trying really hard to pick up women. Oh, well that was probably, you probably should have been fishing, dude. That was probably your, uh... Fuck. They were looking for mermaids. <laughs> sea cows, they call them. Yeah. Well, I mean, the bigger ones, but that's rude. <laughs> um, Don't roll your eyes at me, Samuel. I'll do what I, whatever I want. I gotta turn off my video so you can't tell what I think your jokes suck. <laughs> Should we do another article then, maybe? Sure. Alright. So, money.cnn.com S.A.B. Miller's Australian Brewer recalls one million beers. We often hear about, like, uh, salad recalls or beef recalls, but we don't often hear about beer recalls. Uh, apparently, the brewer who uh, takes care of S.A.B. Miller's stuff in Australia is recalling a million glass bottles because they might contain broken glass. Gross. The so, bottle? So, well, like, so somewhere along the line in the factory, some bottles broke and shards might have gotten into some of these bottles? Apparently, uh, something in the manufacturing process may have chipped the bottles while they were being packed. So oh. Then, like little pieces of the bottle in beer. Yeah, I've what? definitely uh, encountered a small piece of glass in a beer that I brewed before. <laughs> really? Uh, yes. It. Did you, did you recall it? He's recalling it right now, Boris. <laughs> but anyway, I guess it was one of the ones you did in Wisconsin. Yeah. It must have been a capping thing, and I poured it into a glass, and I got, like, a little sliver. And I was like, hey, little sliver, get out of there, and I threw it in the trash. That's fair, yeah. Did you find it with your eyes or your mouth? Um, with my ears, actually. As I was pouring it into the glass, I heard glass on glass. That didn't make any sense. Huh. And then I kind of, and then I kind of scoped it out and found it with my eyes. Practically daredevil. Yeah, man, you guys watch that? Netflix shit is real good. It's nope. so good. Um, have you watched Jessica Jones? Yeah, I just finished it this week. Hey, okay, great. This doesn't have anything to do with beer, but can somebody explain to me who Jessica Jones is? Uh, she's from the Marvel Universe. She's like a superhero that never got very popular. 
Okay. What is she? What What are her powers? Super what strength. You... Pretty garden variety. Alright. She's like an ex-superhero. I watched the first episode and I was kind of high as balls, so I don't remember. <laughs> She's hey, like yeah. ex-superhero who like is living with the traumatic past of like, I don't know, I feel like Marvel's moving in this direction of making like super gritty, like Daredevil, like super gritty, like superheroes where it's not just like oh and then superman saved the day it's like and then he held his friend while he died in his arms and shit like that and so she's like living with the traumatic past of like being a superhero yeah you'll you'll understand it more as you if you keep watching it but yeah it's it's a very gritty very anti-hero type of a situation but then luke cage is there and you're like oh man luke cage you deserve your own show why don't you have your own show i love luke cage you like luke cage I'm a big... Even he's essentially just a, a black gang member stereotype punching his way through pools? Uh, that's how he originated, but he's gotten a lot more depth. Alright, well that's good. I think that my issue is just how underrepresented um, black people are. Well, I guess all minorities in comic books. What about Black Panther? He's king of Wakanda. Well, uh, yeah, I know, but like that's kind of worse because he's just like... I guess it would be worse if he were white and, like, from Africa, but it's like, it's like they someone presented this idea for a black superhero and they were like, that doesn't make any sense. Make him from Africa or something so it's believable. Like, okay. that's kind yeah. of messed up. And then, like, the other black people, like, there's some black X-Men and stuff, but Go none on. of, right, and Bishop, but none of them are, like, their own entity. And Luke Cage, like, had his own book and stuff. Alright, this has been Sam's Comic Hour. Man, I could probably do a tight 60 seconds every week, not just about comics, but about, like, uh, minority representation in comics. Because it's deplorable. I'm sure, yeah, I bet. Boy, Don't even get me started on Sunfire. Uh, okay, Is she an, isn't she an alien? I said don't get me started, and you're thinking of Starfire. Oh yeah, I am thinking of Starfire. You know, I only know about Teen Titans because that was a StarCraft uh, game type. What? Don't worry about it. Okay. Um, so, I don't really know where to go from here. Let's see. Um, what has been going on with, with me? Have I done anything fun? Oh, yeah. My computer shit the bed, so I'm recording on Becca's computer. That sucks. Yeah, I'll take this opportunity to apologize for the poor audio quality in this episode. Yeah, so now I have to get a new computer. Sam, did you get a new laptop? That's what I'm recording on right now, homie. What did you get? Uh, I got a Dell. A Dell yeah. Latitude 3550. I'm reading. I didn't realize that the model was printed on here. Yeah. You like it? I like it so far. Uh, it's much bigger, uh-huh. which I like because I have a full numpad and like a page up and page down key, which I didn't realize I would need. Uh-huh. I really missed. Um, I don't know. I feel like anytime you get a new laptop, it rules for the first couple months. Right. Because yeah. you're going from a, a piece of shit that doesn't really work anymore to something that really does work. Yeah. By the end of um, my old laptop existing, it got to a point where it would be like, I would it would charge overnight, and I would laptop around for 15 minutes without it plugged in. And it'd be like, yo, plug me in, I'm dying over here. <laughs> and yesterday I got the message pop up that said, yo, plug me in, I'm dying over here. And I was like, seriously? And then I hovered over the, the battery thing and it said 10% remaining, estimated hour 50 left. Yeah. And I was like, god damn, new computer, you so good at stuff. 
<laughs> I want to get that Dell XPS 13, but I'm broke as balls. Uh, well, maybe that Hanukkah money will help. Yep, maybe. Boris, do you have a laptop? What laptop do you have? Uh, I got a new laptop like two years ago. Um, so it's not super new, but it definitely serves my purposes. That being said, I don't really use it for much because I got that work computer with two monitors and everything. So when oh, I start yeah. on my laptop, like sometimes I try to do work on my laptop and then I'm just like, nah, fuck this. Yeah. Well, I'm in school, so I got to write all those papers and stuff like that. Why don't you just get a typewriter? Oh, yeah, because that'll be more portable. Exactly. Thank you, Sam. Well, because it would be dope. It would. Well, would it be dope? I feel like if I saw some asshole like carrying around a typewriter and turning into papers on that, I just want to punch him in his dick. Yeah, I'm trying How to get... funny would it be, though, to, like, walk into class and, like, your teacher starts teaching and you're just like, ching, 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 ching. Oh, my God. Yeah, he would get the shit slapped out of him. It'd be... Oh, my God. If he took notes on it? Oh, man. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. Like, I would just hate that person, although it is kind of funny. Oh, my God, that'd be hilarious. That'd and be also... the same, like, hipster nonsense as last week when I was talking about my favorite type of meat being buche. Yes, exactly. Pork stomach. It's really good, though. Mm. Boy, you're getting me hungry. I don't want to be hungry. Hungry for porn? <laughs> sure, Samuel. I'm hungry for porn. You got me. What a pervert. What a, what a pervert. I want to eat that porn up. Um, <laughs> Boris, I'm sure you have an excellent porn title. Uh, I sure do. All right. Do you want to start? I have one that's terrible. Sure. Uh, I have one that's... Okay, but you guys are going to guess it in, like, four seconds. Okay. All right, start your engines. It's about a uh, superhero who fucks her way out of sticky situations. Jessica Bones. Jessica Bones. Oh, man. That was... You were under four seconds. Congratulations. Well under just four like, seconds. Just like my love making. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was uh, on Thunder Woman, and that wasn't really <laughs> quite close at all. Under Woman is... Oh, yeah, Under One would have been better. Uh, do you mind if I go next? Go for it. So this one is about a particular set of hindquarters that is uh, desired by the females of the population. It's not a beautiful hind, because I did that last week. Yeah, you did that last week. Mm. Ass? Is ass in there? Ass is not in there. A particular set of hindquarters? Yeah, I could also have just said an ass. Okay. What? Uh, correct, Tyler. What a girl butt. <laughs> w- w- no. Is it a movie? Uh, yes. Can you say the, the clue again? Well, now that you have butt, I'll just say butt. It's a butt desired by the ladies. She wants the butt. So, Tyler, you were kind of close with a guest from before, but not what really. Girl, what a girl butt? Yeah. Just think about how you could use that original title and make it rhyme at all. <laughs> so, what but a girl, a girl wants. wants. So, but a girl wants is very close. These are not girls, though. These are these are full-grown ladies. But a, is, that, is that the title, What a Girl Wants? I, I, I think that's actually a song. Oh. But, no, I'm saying you're, you're really close to... That's not the right title, but thematically, and but, but a woman wants. Uh, you're so you're even closer there, Boris. 
I, I don't. Do I know this movie? You might not know this movie. It's not Scent of a Woman, is it? No, you're you're getting colder. Uh, uh, Mel Gibson can read minds of ladies and knows all about their desires. Is the original. What women want. But it's but women want. Oh, but women. Oh, Instead okay. of what women want. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. That's fine. Three stacks. What was that? I bet it was hilarious. Uh, do you want to say that three stacks? Uh, I thought he was he was trying to go with something along the lines of ladies can. <laughs> That's <laughs> better. Yeah, that is better. Yeah, it might be better. Um, well, mine probably isn't better. Okay. Uh, mine is about it's a one word title, which is kind of tricky, and it's a movie about a guy who's known for his penis. Penis man. Nope. Fuck! You got it in one. Nice job, Boris. <laughs> penis <laughs> man. How did I not get there? Um, is it just hung? Because that's the original. No, no. Shaft. It's not shaft. Is it like a compound word or something? No. In fact, only one letter has been changed. Does it, is it, does it have man in the title? Nope. Yeah, I can't get away from that either. Now that you said that, you dick. <laughs> no, like, it doesn't have Spider man. Man, Ant Man, Batman. No. Like, it's got to be one of these. No. Nothing okay. about man or male or anything. Oh, is it the dick instead of the tick? I said it's one word. Is it dick instead of... Oh, right. That's that's not a thing. It's not just dick, is it? No. Is it just a word for penis? Well, I mean, the new title is kind of. Dong. No. Could I use this word to describe my penis? <laughs> yes. Accurately? <laughs> yeah, but it'd be like a truism. What? <laughs> okay. So it's just, like, Wiener or something. There might be a statue of this man in Philadelphia somewhere. Cocky. Yep, it's cocky. Ooh. Off of Rocky. Rocky, okay. See, you could describe your penis as cocky, but, like, yeah, of course it is. It's a cock. Right. You can also describe it as Rocky. All right. Whatever. Don't get out of here. You're going to boo me with but, uh, but women want. But women want is way better than cocky. Well, ladies can is the, is the winner of this round. That's true. Sure is. Oh, boy. All right. So we have a final article here. Uh, three Stacks, you may have won the porn game, but unfortunately we are talking about uh, the beer mile some more. No. So from... <laughs> from Yo, what's Three Stacks got against the beer mile? She thinks it's boring. I think it's hilarious. There was an episode that you weren't on where we talked about the beer mile for like eight minutes, and then she told us to stop talking about it because it was boring, and then the episode went long, so I ended up having to cut the whole thing. Oh. She keeps having flashbacks, mostly because we keep doing articles about the beer mile. I think the beer mile is great. Uh, Tyler, can you give us a quick like six to eight minute explanation of how the beer mile works? Yeah, six to eight minutes. Uh, no problem. So... I'm bored already. Okay. Um, but anyway, yeah, so the beer mile works by, uh, you gotta, you gotta run a mile and you chug a beer every quarter mile. Um, so that's, that's rough. That's difficult. But from nymag.com, uh, what is this? Hero grandma beats her kids in beer mile, celebrates with wings and scotch. And, uh, Sam, do you want to, do you want to point out what you, what you made clear to me earlier? Yeah, so this 
website that we get it from that we got it from nymag.com has a really unfortunate URL because it's just the 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 headline of the article is grandmother blah 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 beats her kids at the beer mile and it just says grandma Elvira Montez beats her kids which really it doesn't sound so much like a like a puff piece about uh, recreation as much as like a uh, kind of a slanderous article about this poor grandmother who never did nothing to nobody. Yeah, yeah. But what really happens is this lady, uh, Elvira Montez, who is, how old is she? 81. 81 years old. She decided to do a beer mile with her daughter and her son-in-law. Her her son-in-law didn't even finish, which is kind of embarrassing for him. Oh, jeez. she was... 50 seconds ahead of her 47-year-old daughter. Uh, her time was 2024, which I feel like is great for being 81 years old. I, I think she would have beaten me. I don't I don't think I could do 2024. Really? I feel like I probably could. Oh, easy. Okay, well, you if, guys you guys do a beer mile this weekend. You let me know how it goes. Do you get disqualified for throwing up everywhere? Uh, According to don't a different stop. article we ran, or we read... You have to do a, a bonus lap. Like, if you puke, you have to do an extra quarter mile oh. on the end of it. Well, then probably not. Never mind. I probably could not do that. Yeah. But what I think is really great is, um, so she beat both of her, both her daughter and her son-in-law, and uh, she celebrated afterwards by going with her daughter to Hooters, where they got chicken wings and scotch. It says she prefers scotch. Specifically, Chivas Regal, Chivas Regal. I don't know how you say it. Yeah. And then it says classy broad. And I was like, man, if this was an article about like someone who is in their mid twenties and you call them a classy broad, it would be really misogynistic. Is is it just allowed if they're over a certain age? Like they're used to it already. Like they had to deal with that back in the twenties. Like being called a classy broad, like a broad was such a common term that it wasn't insulting. Maybe I don't know. I wasn't around back then. I don't think so, because I bet Samuel L. Jackson would not be happy about being called a Negro. Uh, you'd have to ask him. I would not ask him. Why don't you send him a quick tweet? See how well, he feels. He's up with it quite a bit in uh, Django Unchained, so. Oh, yeah, man. He could call the N-word like 8,000 times. Yeah, I, that might be like a refreshing thing for him to be called. Uh, I guess. Man, I made myself sad. Well, no, you guys made me sad. So this is on you. Man, you want to get really sad. Uh uh during oh, during oh. in that movie, uh Leonardo DiCaprio is like the the slave owner guy and right. he drops the n-word all over the place and apparently broke down filming one scene just like I can't keep saying this. I can't keep saying this. And uh Samuel L. Jackson consoled him by being like, "Man, this is just another Wednesday to us." Oh shit. <laughs> and I was like that's some fucked up shit. That's pretty fucked up. Wow. Damn. Actually, I have a mildly related story to this. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, Do indeed. Have you listened to a, uh, an artist of the raps called Vince Staples? No. Nope. Okay, well, he's like Odd Future. Does that ring a bell? Yeah. Yeah. Tyler, the creator, Earl Sweatshirt. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so he like used to run with that crew. Uh, so he did a show so last a night. weird motherfucker then. Yeah, it's sort of like a punk DIY type rap movement like right. they skateboard and make gross videos and shit yeah 
Um, at least they used to. Now they all have like uber successful careers. But um, so Vince Staples played at a club in Cambridge that's pretty well known, but it was like a five minute walk from my house. And I was like, well, this is too convenient. Um, so I went and I saw him and one of the first lines of one of his songs is like about how when he asks where his inwards at at a concert and all the white kids go nuts and like it's kind of fucked up. And so he like opens with that song and I was just like, oh shit, he's going to say this. And then all the white kids are going to go nuts. Did they? Said it. And all the white kids like went nuts and like screamed oh. it back at him. Oh. And like, I don't know. He didn't seem to mind. Cause like he's up there spewing it off like 12 times a minute. He called like Brady and Gronk, uh, his inwards and all this <laughs> other stuff. And I don't really know how to say this without sounding ridiculous. Uh, Friends from the neighborhood. <laughs> yes, his narwhals. I mean, he probably gets that shit all the time. He probably performs that song at every show, and there's probably a bunch of white kids at most of his shows, and they oh, all do that. Like, absolutely. But you, it, if that's really what that line is about, you would think the people going to this are his fans. Oh, definitely. No, I mean, they all knew all the words. Like, so is it the? I don't understand how they. Right? I was just like, I don't know what we're going to do here, guys. People are just not self-reflective like you, Boris. I guess. I guess I'm smart and everyone else is dumb. That's right. I know the feel. Yep. Especially being on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, otherwise it was a lovely concert. Well, that's nice. Cool. Uh, should we... Are we about time to rate, or... Yeah? Uh, yeah, we can rate. Unless Sam's got a good story, because... Oh, yeah, Sam, I didn't ask you about your life at all. Um, I don't really have any, any big news. There's a little oh, bit of barley up. news. Shut the fuck up. Oh, okay, cool. Let's just rate no, I'm just kidding. What's up with barley? He's not a good fetcher. Like, he, well, he'll go and fetch shit and then want to play tug of war with you. And it's annoying because I'm like, I'm trying to throw this ball for you. You love it when I throw this ball for you. Just give me the fucking ball so I can throw this ball for you. Uh, and all of a sudden, he just got good at it. Like... He, he, was, he had his ball, and he didn't want to give it to me, and then I told him to sit, and he sat down and dropped the ball. Oh. And I was like, what's happening? What a weird fluke. And then he did it 30 times in a row. And I'm like, when did you learn how to fetch? What's the matter with you? Somebody has broken into your apartment and trained your dog. Well, I should, like, leave a tip out, I guess? Is that proper? Uh, it's probably elves, so leave out a saucer of milk. <laughs> okay. They're, they're cat elves. They don't drink from cups like humans. Listen, I've been doing a lot of DMing, and I can tell you that elves don't have a particular affinity for milk, and also, they have fey ancestry, so they can't be magically put to sleep. Does that help? So you're telling me that warm milk will not help with them to sleep? Well, the, w elves don't sleep. They just meditate. Bunch of hippies. W well, that's how, they, that's how they get back their spell slots. Yeah, sounds like a bunch of goddamn hippies. Yeah, hippies are known for having spell slots. Wide-keeping spell slots. Ah. Oh, yeah, Sam, I was just thinking about how I miss Barley and want to hang out with him, and then remembered that I got an STD from Roach and Ellie. Wait, you got an STD? I did. From their dog? No, from them. They mailed me uh, Save the Date. Oh. Oh. You got me. I uh, got everybody. Uh, hey, I think you. Yeah, thank you. But, uh, yeah, whatever that weekend is, I'll be back. Christ, I hope you fucking get me. 
Wow, that was aggressive and needless. There's our bumper, I guess. Should I kick him off the call, you think? Uh, have him rate his beer first. Okay. Well, now I have to rate my beer last so I stay on the call for even longer. Okay, yeah. fine. Uh, He's on. I had Jesus Toast. Shit. Three Sex has my bottle. Who, who brews Jesus Toast? Oh, okay, thank you. Hailstorm Brewing's Jesus Toast. Black Rye IPA. And I think I was talking before about how at first it was, it, like at the front it's a black IPA and then at the back it's a rye IPA. The thing I've noticed about rye IPAs is a lot of the time they have a tendency to sit on your tongue even more than a regular IPA has that tendency. And so kind of as I've been drinking it, it's kind of the rye has built more and more and the black is kind of uh, subdued next to it. But I like rye IPAs more than black IPAs, so I don't really have a problem with that. I, d I don't really... It says 90 IBUs, but I kind of thought it wasn't bitter enough. I don't I don't know what that would be about. Because I, I feel like I've had beers before that were like really bitter that didn't have this level of IBU, but I could be wrong. But all in all, it was supposed to be a Black Rye IPA, which I thought... I thought that that's three intense flavor... Well, two and a half intense flavors, so I wouldn't be able to get them all. But I definitely got them all, so kudos there. I'm going to give this a 7.3. And I would recommend this to anyone who likes a rye IPA. I, it's it's kind of a shame. I would kind of rather than just make a rye IPA because by the end, the black is just kind of tagging along and not really adding anything. But I, I think that this is what they meant for it to taste like. So kudos to them. All right. Boris. I had uh, Harpoon Brewing Company's Zernabog Russian Imperial Stout. Uh, 10%. It's a pretty, honestly, it's a very average Russian Imperial Stout, which, like, I don't know, those aren't really average beers because they're usually super flavorful and super alcoholic. Uh, and this one was, I don't know about super, but quite alcoholic, quite flavorful. Uh, but other than that, like, nothing really stands out. Like, it's a very average, like, strong stout. There's sort of, like, the sweet, fruity, malty notes, and it's very dark. Um, you got a little boozy under the if you look under the hood there, but overall, like nothing really separates this from any other Russian Imperial Stout I've had. I'm gonna give it a six, just cause yeah, like like do something, you know? Come on guys. And what was the ABV of that again? Uh, 10%. Oh wow, you make me look like such a pussy with my 8.7, oh man. Yeah dude. Oh man, so much booze. What did you have again, Tyler? Look any oh, balls. Oh, well I had a Founders all day IPA, which is recession IPA, which is 4.7%. Ah. Over 10%, over right? Uh, <laughs> oh, just four. Okay, got it, got yeah. it. Just four. Okay. Yeah, just four. Um, it, was, it was very good, though. I haven't really drank a lot of recession meals because I, you know, I bought a compound in on a really more than double digits, but I still like the alcoholic body. So I've kind of stayed away from the low ABVs, um, but it was really tasty. Uh, had a lot of great fruity, kind of like a pineapple taste to it. Uh, good citrus notes, a good backing of, but it wasn't at all overwhelming. Um, I just kind of, you know, obviously they were they were going for a drink over here, so four points of makes sense. I just first. There was more alcohol in it, so I will give it uh, 7.1. I 
think did pretty much everything it set out to do. I think it's very tasty. I would recommend this to anybody who is looking for a lawnmower beer. Um, it, it is very good, and you can drink a bunch of them. So there you go. All right, I'm just going to say real quick what I'm drinking next week so I can get away from your terrible audio quality. It's giving me a headache. Oh, no. I have Toppling Goliath's Intergalactic Warrior IPA. <laughs> um, pretty cool bottle art going on here. It's from Iowa, so that's too bad. Yeah, hey, I've been to Iowa once, and I really enjoyed it. I went to Iowa once, and I really didn't enjoy it. Ooh. I think I drove through Iowa, and I don't remember it. Yeah, you wouldn't. It's not memorable at all. Uh, I don't see an ABV on here, which is making me annoy this, but it's a bomber, so I'll at least, you know, get enough. Yep. Oh, okay. All right. So Close us out, dork. All right. Yeah, here I go. So thank you, Boris. Uh, it's always good to hear from you. We will see what has happened with your coworker the next time you're on, probably. Uh, if I say anything except for nothing, uh, mail a small thing to my house that will beat the shit out of me when I open the box. Tyler's oh. dick. Oh. Hey. Alright. Well, if you do have anything to say to us, you can comment on our links at BruceTuesday.com. You can email us at BruceDayTuesdayPodcast at gmail.com or you can tweet at us at BruceDayTuesday. Don't let the bastards keep you down. We'll see you next week, everybody. Happy Hanukkah. Bye. Bye. Happy Hanukkah. Bye.